Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I am your host, Victoria J. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Let's give God some praise. Thank him this morning for waking you up. If you are in the earshot of my voice, then that means your ears are working good. Thank him for your eyesight. Thank him for your voice to be able to cry out. Thank you, Lord. Thank him for all your work and limbs and all the precious things that he's doing in your life right now. Some people didn't wake up this morning. So God, guys, give him the thanks. Give God the praise and the glory that he deserves to just be in a merciful and graceful God that he is amen amen so that you guys pour into yourself this weekend I poured into myself a little bit this weekend I have to tell you guys that it wasn't the greatest weekend for me in wake of everything that's going on in our community in our black community and just going on around the country just so much stuff so much death so much killing so much Embry anger and hate and you know guys you know with the whole Tyree Nichols debacle I have to say that I was angry on Friday and I was a little bit angry still on Saturday but I had to get past that get my mental right so I hope you guys got your mental status right did a self-help check on yourselves make sure that your mental was right and tight and just kind of wind down and just absorbed everything around you make sure that your family and your friends were doing okay throughout this whole thing I wanted to come to you guys today and just give you a little bit more information and give you my opinion on everything that's been going on with the investigation with Mr. Nichols as well as the Shanquilla Robinson situation. You guys keep her family on your hearts and mind as well as the officers in this whole murder police brutality debacle keep their families lifted up in prayer as well because they certainly didn't want to be in the spotlight because of something that one of their family members did in this whole situation i was looking at Tyree's mom and every time she broke down this weekend I broke down and cried and I just had to say you know what enough is enough Satan is just certainly busy with all his demonic spirits running around here and just jumping in and out of people and doing the most and having people kill each other and all kinds of just stuff just stuff and I think we all in America as well as other countries need to just we need a breather. We need to stand together. and We just need to breathe. And as, as, as one voice, just ask God to relieve us from some of the things that we're going through. My heart goes out to that family. I prayed for the family this weekend. I kept them lifted up in prayer. I hope you guys kept them lifted up in prayer. Because, you know, as they say, one bad apple spoils the bunch and Unfortunately, out of this whole special task force, the Scorpion task force, it, you had a couple bad apples that just spoiled the bunch. And as we know, they got disbanded 
this weekend and I thank God for that it's bad for the community but if it makes a difference until they can get everything sorted out I'm definitely for that and I wanted to do a round table this weekend and people's schedules got um got messed up they had some things that they were going through in their personal lives that they weren't able to join me at the round table so hopefully here in the future we'll be able to do a round table and sit and talk and get some of our thoughts out and get some of our opinions and maybe get some anger out too what most people don't realize is when you talk about stuff not just talk about it and argue but sit down and have a conversation conversations help release some of the built-up anger and tension that you might be holding on to and it also it it, it helps the next person and something that you might say may help the next person that you're talking to so that you can relieve some anger you can relieve some of that tension or or stress or worry so there's nothing wrong with talking most people don't realize that but when you talk and get all that garbage out you're able to get your mental status back in check and where it needs to be So glory be to God, we're going to pray for more compassion and less anger, and we're going to pray for less um, vengeance and more forgiveness. But they were saying in this whole Tyree Nichols murder that these officers issued 71 commandments, commands in 13 minutes that were not achievable confusing and impossible to obey and I concur I certainly concur with what they were saying if you're hurling that many different types of commands at me when you're trying to detain me or arrest me or whatever it was they called themselves doing I certainly concur when you got two or three or more people hurling different commands at you and you're already in a position where you feel for your life I wouldn't have been able to I don't think that I could have obeyed that either but I'm glad to see that they had peaceful protesting in Memphis they did honor the family although in some of our other states guys you know how people are they're gonna be people you say peaceful they said no peaceful no peaceful no peaceful no and you know some of them fools was out there running around and destroying property and running around jumping on top of police cars and busting windshields and some different other areas in the United States and that's just terrible it's already terrible that we have these five black officers and a lieutenant that represents our race and our community that the things that they misjudged their actions all that good stuff however you want to say it that they didn't do their jobs and do it correctly that's the right thing I should say you already got that but then you got the people when you say peaceful protest that decide that they too want to now take matters into their own hands and it helps nobody it really helps nobody so like I said you got that feel that when you say peaceful they say no 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 so that's what happened across our great states and some of our great states but for the most part they did have some peaceful protests so I commend 
the city of Memphis for being able to march across Bridge 55. Although they stopped traffic, they were able to do it peacefully. And I'm also thankful that they're coming up with more people that happen to be, whether they were on the first or second or third part uh, or fourth part of the body cam, if they were somewhere within the vicinity or around that those people have come out. They relieved three more from duty. This Preston Hemp Hill, he was the officer that pulled his taser and also commented that I hope they stomp his, you know what, being heard during the video, as well as the EMTs, Robert Long and J. Michael Sand Sandridge. They got relieved as well as Lieutenant Michelle Wicker. I, I, I think that her part that she played in it being a lieutenant that she could have done a little bit more i think she could have from her place of sitting where she remained to be seated she could have got definitely in touch with somebody over top of her or even reached out to the chief of police and said you know something just don't look right here as well as the people in the neighborhood i had a lot of you guys on my voicemail and giving me message those of you that didn't call me that didn't want to put your message on my episode but that's okay that you know we were behind the mic but i got some loyal listeners out there that's a little camera shy even though we're behind the mic but i thank you guys for calling me and expressing your opinion and telling me you know you should talk about this or you should talk about that or how did it make you feel so i i i'm i'm grateful and i'm thankful that i have you guys out there keeping me abreast as I try to keep you guys abreast of different things that's going on in our community but this Miss Michelle Whitaker I think that she could have did a little bit more I think that she could have done a little more as well as the community you're in a community where there is a cul-de-sac and you see some people that they had their garage lights on as you go into their driveway so my thoughts are, was nobody peeping out the windows? Did nobody think to themselves to say, we have a band of officers out here. And from what I can see, you've got one man injured on the ground with all this noise that they were making in the neighborhood. I'm just kind of surprised that there were no phone calls put into the Memphis Police Department saying, you know what? You got some black on black crime going on down here. You might want to send a superior officer out here because something just don't look right with your boys in blue. Your boys in blue beating up on a black man and it just don't seem or feel right or sit right in my spirit because I know that's something that I would definitely have done, you know. They said they didn't follow policy and, and protocol, and I, I concur with that. And we're still waiting for the fire department and the names of those people that were on the scene, that they didn't do their part as far as medical attention as well. And as well as so many of the social media platforms have been bantering back and forth about this, and the news media had multiple guests on, ex-detectives and ex police department uh chiefs were on and one of the detectives said something that you know it sit well within my spirit he said you know 
even when we shoot somebody, when we're trying to apprehend them, whether they are shooting at us and we have to fire our our, our gun or our firearm, we always have to, to a degree, we have to administer medical attention, whether the suspect was trying to cause us bodily harm or not it is our job to make sure that that suspect gets medical attention until the emt comes onto the scene and i definitely concur with that it is their duty to make sure whether the suspect is in the right or the wrong that they save lives and unfortunately everybody in each department dropped that ball as well as um chief davis she she dropped a ball and we'll go into that in a minute but she dropped the ball and it seems like this is not something new for her this is just not something new for her but i am so glad as well as uh to darius being demetrius haley justin smith emmett martin the third desmond mills jr now you can add preston hemp hill to the list and there's some more to come as well as Robert Long and J. Michael Sandridge and Lieutenant Michelle Whitaker. We need to say those those names. We need to continue to say those names in our community just like we have the platform Say Your Name for all the victims over the years that have been uh, killed by a police officer we need to continue to put their name out there in public continue to remind people don't let them just go off and get forgotten about that they did something to harm somebody's family member or friend we need to always keep shouting their name as well as the victim's name we need to keep shouting their name and that's why i said their name their their names need to constantly be said in the press so that it continues to stay on our hearts of mind that this is what these guys did but so far the charges are second degree murder aggravated assault two counts of aggravated kidnapping two counts of misconduct of official oppression and you know even though they bailed out they brought shame to their families they brought shame to the community and that's something else that I wanted to say in our community I you know I (laughs) I had to get off of the news media this weekend, but I also had to get off of my social media platform. And I only have but a couple, but I had to get off those platforms because people in their way weren't thinking. And it came from the black community as well as the white community. But what I would like to say to the community, whether you're white or black, that was putting stuff out there on your platform like, why did he resist arrest? Well, did you look at the video? Did you look at the video? First part one, two, or three. Did you see where he had a choice? He didn't have a choice. He was yanked out of his vehicle and slammed to the ground with guns pointed at his head. So I don't think he consciously had a choice not to be able to resist in fact i wouldn't even call it that he was resisting you didn't it wasn't like they stopped him and said do you know why we're pulling you let me have your license and registration 
they immediately went into the situation aggressive. So for those that put that on their platform, it kind of got me a little hot under the collar. That's why I said I had to back off of it. As well as, guys, I knew this was coming. Some of our fellow white community said some really derogatory things about black people killing black people. About we're not in an uproar because... It was black cops that killed a black man. And why weren't we up in an uproar? Like when it's a white cop that kills a black man. And to those people, I say we are in an uproar. Believe you me. He was, these people were an embarrassment to the black community. Not to mention their families. Not to mention to the badge. But in our minds, some of us in the black community, I can't speak for everybody, but the outrage and the poor with the protests and the activists, I can speak for the majority of us. We have already tried and convicted these five black officers and any other black person that was involved in it. They have already been tried and convicted in our minds, and they are already serving prison time in our minds so yes we are angry we're angry not only that they were black and they were doing this to somebody that looked like them we're angry that they embarrassed our community and we're angry that they embarrassed our community wearing a badge that our small brown and black girls and boys look up to to expire to be one day a police officer or EMT or a fireman we're embarrassed as a community God knows we've been through enough in our black communities and this is just another strike that everybody has to wear everybody has to wear this this does not just affect the family members of these five black police officers it affects the black community because you always have those ones and i hate this but you always have those ones that still have a problem with race they still have a problem with black people as a race and that's the first thing they're going to throw up in a heated debate or a conversation as well as the black community you still have black people in our community that has a problem with race and I hate that we cannot come together and stand together for one common cause we always have to throw race in it but the news media does not make it any better our politicians do not make it any better because it seems to me that they keep us divided we keep bantering back and forth between races with different things that go on in our community and we can't seem to just stand together as a community so that 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 saddens me and you know I'm a big old softy at heart but you know I just hate that it has to boil down to a race thing somebody's life was taken ladies and gentlemen somebody's mother father sister or brother will never be seen again And all they have is memories. And my heart goes out to Tyree's parents because in the next few weeks as well as the last couple days, that's all they're going to see when they go to turn on their TV. 
breaking news breaking news another development in the case so i think we as a community need to start harping on race when every time something major goes on and look at it for what it is you had police officers with a badge that did not do their job and that's just what it is and we need to stop bantering back and forth at each other over race gender and all this good stuff that means nothing because now we have another man that's dead we have another family that is going through trying to process that their loved one not being any anymore and not to mention these police officers if they had small children or teenage children we as grown adults know that teenagers can be cruel children can be cruel now these babies have something else they got to walk around that's heavy on their hearts and minds because they may be a son or a daughter of one of these people that administered this brutal attack on Tyree Nichols as well as the other people that we've lost prior to police brutality all the other names we have got to start being aware of how some of this stuff affects us as a community so that's why I say my heart goes out to the family of the police officers as well because children can be very cruel and you guys hear me talking about this all the time children can be very cruel and they're not even consciously aware of some of the things that come out of their mouth that would drive another child into depression or they may be dealing with some mental stuff behind their parents actions and my heart just goes out to them it has not been said that any of them have small children or teenage children but I'm just bringing that into the scenario because there's so much to steal to unfold in this whole thing but I'm glad to see that the scorpion task force has been disbanded and it originally originated with 40 members with chief davis being over top of it and they did successfully help the community out with 566 arrests they seized gun and money off of the streets but again nobody wins the community doesn't win because the community that embraced them to do the right thing for those of those people or citizens that walked around terrorizing the neighborhood they thought they had this task force on their side only to find out that the task force was actually going around terrorizing the community that's just sad it's sad that so many people have come out to Ben Crump since this thing has unfolded with Mr. Nichols saying that they had put complaints against the police department that nobody took a closer look at chief davis didn't take a closer look at it the people that filed the reports from these citizens saying hey this task force that you put together to help keep my community safe they're the ones that's going around helping harass the community and that's another thing. I said that we were going to get into it. Well, Chief Davis, I don't know how many of you guys remember this, but 
She was previously fired for allegedly, and I'm going to say allegedly, but it's out there in public records. So I don't think it's alleged, but I'm going to say that anyway. She was ahead of another task force in Atlanta called the Red Dogs, where the same thing happened. Her community was reporting to her that these people, this task force that she had put together was out there harassing the community. It was so many complaints that she overlooked. Then... She had a complaint with inside her unit about one of her officers, husband, and the officer of child pornography. It was a scandal that ended up going to court. They had excessive complaints about that, in which it led to this officer being uh, prosecuted and getting 10 years when it found out that he did indeed have about 11 victims for child pornography and his wife helped destroy some of the evidence that all of that stuff came out in court that she decided to take a blind eye to when it was reported to her within her own department that this was going on and they said later on she was fired and eventually got reinstated and guess what guys she ended up coming on down here to north carolina and being the chief of police in in one of our counties in the state of north carolina where she went on to proceed to become the head of uh chief of police in memphis but not only with that task force uh did the child pornography case go on And apparently they were harassing some people at a bar and that they harassed them and they had complaints of a excessive force. And that led to a one point two million dollar federal lawsuit that her task force had raided and victimized these people at this bar. And then she proceeded to come to North Carolina and then she ended up. In um, Memphis. So that goes to, 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 to tell me right there. We live in a society where you lock so many people up. Maybe a first offense. Maybe a second offense. And right now I'm just going to say first offense. But I don't really want to put a cap on it. But this this person was allowed to go on and continue putting together task force in different cities and nobody's seen anything wrong with that nobody's seen anything wrong with that so when i got this information it stirred up in my spirit if you went from two states one in which you got fired from that had a whole court case Two separate court cases and you go on to be promoted somewhere else and then these citizens have to wait and to Ben Crump come into the state for them to be taken serious about their complaints of excessive force. That means to tell me the same way that you took a blind eye in those other states where you were the chief over top of those task force. You took a blind eye here. This just didn't start happening in Memphis. You knew it would have been happening. And, and that name, like everybody's talking about, the Scorpion Task Force. Who does that? The last name was the Red Dog. And now this one 
is the Scorpion Task Force. So that tells me something about your character as the chief. That tells me something about you as the chief. You taking a blind eye for your people that's up under you and not willing to do your job as well. It's kind of like it tells me that you're telling them get the job done by any means necessary as long as we don't get no blowback. That's what that tells me. I just don't understand. Everybody don't get second chances. You got people that go to jail or prison off of one mistake they make in a lifetime and never get a second chance for employment jobs and all that good stuff but you have this person here that's been put into multiple positions of power to be over top of groups of people that are supposed to protect and serve her community and yet you're getting a third complaint of excessive force that this time led to somebody's child dying I want you guys to let that settle in for a while. And definitely don't take my whole word for it. Go back and investigate it yourself. Google it. Go back and investigate anything that I come on and talk to you guys about. Go and Google it. Get and do an investigation for yourself. And make sure that I have my facts right. Because sometimes we can get stuff from the media or sometimes we can get stuff from the press and sometimes they don't have to have they don't have their facts right. And we have to go back and they have to go back and recant. So sometimes, you know, everybody don't have their facts right. But I, on this one, I think I'm I'm dead on bullseye on this one. But you guys Google it for yourself. But in any event, these task force were put together for our communities in every state that has one, it is put together for our community, for them to target criminal activity in a particular area and improve on communication relationships with the community. It is to prevent crime, not to react and use your badge and excessive force like you the big dog on the campus now. And you can just do anything because you wear a gun and a badge. They need to learn how to use their skills and the tools that they are equipped with when they get into these special task units. They have to go through extra training. They go through extra uh, learning skills, communication skills, training. They're supposed to, that's why they're called special. Not for the fact that they're big, burly men or women. They're called special because they're supposed to use something called tact. The word is called tact. You're supposed to be able to engage with your community and engage a problem. And then decide what to do about the problem. It's called problem solving. Not walking around wearing your badge on your chest. Not walking around letting your uniform wear you instead of you wearing the uniform. And it's just crazy to me. It's just crazy to me. And nobody wins. The community doesn't win because you're supposed to be there to protect and to serve your community. And you're not doing 
what you're supposed to be doing. You get into these groups, you get into these task force groups, and then you do something what they call, they called it um, group think, herd mentality, where the whole group is pressured to conform. And they start to isolate themselves. It's almost like a um, a clan or a sorority or, or a fraternity, you know. And everybody, they got one or two maybe leaders, a president or a vice president. And I'm just paraphrasing. This is just in my little mind of how I see it. And all of us, we got to work together. We work closely together. We were picked out of our department. We the baddest, the best of the best. But then they start this group think mentality where they start making their own decisions and not going by police policies and procedures and protocol. And they start doing their own thing in some of these task force. And they need to cut that out. They need to cut that out around the United States of America and anywhere else that they put these task groups in place at. Now, are they... Do we need them in our community? Yes, we absolutely do. We definitely need to be protected. And our community definitely deserve to be served. But you got to start looking at some of you got to take a deep look in the background of some of these people that you put in high positions. And then some of the people that you put under them, you need to do reviews. They need to have quarterly reviews. They need to have quarterly training. You need to pull them in out of the field if you think they've been out there too long. You need to do your homework. You need to stop pushing the paperwork on your desk aside and letting these people come in and punch a clock and then go out into their communities and they're not helping the community. They spreading a disease in the community with the authority and their badge. And I said it before and I will say it again. A lot of people, when you have encounter with the police department, whether you get stopped for a basic traffic ticket like Tyree Nichols, most of the time, the police officers can be intimidating. And the second thing is they don't like for you to stand up to them and know your rights. Then they really get agitated. They really start to get agitated. And as we know, in every community, whether you're in a black community or a white community, our black men, especially our black men and our white men, too, they don't want to be intimidated by another male. They ain't going to take too kindly. I don't care whether you got on a uniform or not. Nobody wants that type of intimidation, especially a man. They're not going to allow you. They're not going to allow another man to take their manhood away from them. It ain't going down like that. So for some of these officers that's putting on this badge and these uniforms and they're using intimidating methods to go out in their community where they're supposed to be serving. They need to take several seats and they need to get some of these people away from behind that badge and that uniform and get them out of our community. And that's just my opinion. Everybody has an opinion. But this whole thing about 
forming task force and they coming into their own and doing taking law in their own hand it's no good for anybody and then without them having the proper supervision somebody that's out there that's been with the police department that can make a good decision on the behalf of the officers and the community they need to do that too they need to have well-trained people in there these young five black men they didn't stand the chance because as we know half of them look young anyway they look to be in their late 20s late early 30s late 30s all of them look young they ain't got but between them two to six years worth of service on the police force so what in the world you doing out in the field without any real supervision someone that's been with the department 10 or plus years i have no idea I still call them young adults. I don't care whether they got a badge on or not. You guys know I'm always talking about how sometimes our young adults, they just don't want to listen and they have no fear or fear until they get into something that they cannot get out of. And these boys, they were no exception to the rule. Somebody gave them a little bit of power and a little bit of authority and it went straight to their head like it does most young people. And we've all been young once. So we've all had something go to our heads too. And when we get older, we start thinking about some of the things, some of the stupid things that we've done. And be like, thank God that he kept me out of trouble. You know it takes a certain age before females and males mature in the mind. The body might be developed, but the mind is not developed. And, and and I I really feel like that Chief Davis dropped the ball on this as well. She dro- as well as I just gave you her background. She dropped the ball on many many things, many many things. And then and then definitely in all of the departments, they forgot, especially in the police department, they forgot the three eyes: intelligence, integrity, and interaction. We saw that in the video. They didn't have no intelligence, no integrity, and they didn't even know how to interact with the suspect. And that's just my opinion. That's my opinion. But most of all, they were also saying on, on the media this weekend that, you know, most of these officers, when they have to pursue a suspect, they normally, if they have to chase you, or run after you they go into what they call punishment mode and they want to punish the suspect suspect for for making them chase after them and i believe that i believe that you've had circumstances in the community if you go if you go onto some of these platforms Excuse me, if you go on some of these platforms and look at some of these live streams that's been out there for years where people have filmed police officers stopping them in a routine traffic check or some of the people on the sidelines actually filmed it and put it on their social media platforms. You see how some of these officers don't even care if they got body cam on. And then they turn around and try to intimidate you if they see you trying to capture it on film. So I just don't. I don't get it and I don't think half of us get it in 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 America 
what what the think process is. But thank God that particular task force have been disbanded. And they say that most police departments, they want these special units in their department. But it, again, it's supposed to be for the community. Now, guys, let's start talking about real quick about this police reform that everybody wants to see happen. I think we definitely need some type of police reform. But I also, it goes back to saying this. If we as a community cannot stand together with our white brothers and sisters, our black brothers and sisters, our Hispanic community, and any other race that you want to put in there as American people and start going to these polls and arming ourselves with the literature and the information behind some of these candidates that we put in the office in some of these states, we're going to get what we get. You got the whole George Floyd Policing Act just sitting in the Senate because nobody wants to reach across the table and play nice. Even with this young man just losing his life, they still don't want to play nice. They're still talking about they're not even considering it because somebody's not getting this and somebody's not getting that. Well, I say again, if you're not going to do your job when the American people vote you into some of these seats, get out the seat. And let somebody in the seat that will do your their job. But the Democratic Party, the Republican Party, they are still divided over this Joyce Floyd Justice and Policing Act. Even though it was passed in 2021, not one Republican voted for it. Just sitting there like the stubborn little child with their arms folded across their chest and not budging after seeing so many people get killed at the hands of the police and especially black people in our black community our little brown boys and girls are getting killed and some of these people are walking away with either either getting fired acquitted no jail time whatsoever. So which brings me to don't let these people at your voting polls give you a bunch of literature when you're outside standing in the line to vote. Know who you're voting for before you get in line to cast your vote. I don't care what party you're a part of because I'm never going to be the one trying to tell somebody who to vote for. That ain't even my right to be trying to tell nobody anything. But I will tell you this. If you don't start 
looking at the past, the in-between, the past, present, and future of some of these candidates that you put in some of these seats and some of these states and some of these offices. You're going to get what you get because they ain't out for nobody. They out to say they job. They out to get their foot in the door. And once they get their foot in the door and get up to Washington, the only thing they're looking at is how I can climb the political ladder some more. Get me some TV time, a little bit interviews, and that's it. They're not for the community. But we need to come together, no matter what our race is, no matter what our gender is, and start standing together for the cause. If we're for the same cause, it shouldn't matter what color you are. It shouldn't matter what gender you are. If we're together for the same cause... Stand up for what you believe in. Come together. Agree to disagree for that one small moment in time to get what you need to get done. For some of these people in these political positions to do what they need to do. Stand together if you have the same common cause and want the same goal or outcome and put aside your differences, even if it's for that moment. You can go back fighting later over a bunch of nonsense, but know who you putting in some of these seats. It's just like when we had the midterms, the Gen Z community came out in droves, they say. In this last midterm election, you know, you want to know why they came out in droves? Because they had one common cause, the Roe versus way. These young people ain't into letting nobody tell them what they can do with their bodies. They came out in droves in the midterm. They put their differences aside and they said it. You can look up every newspaper article and every media footage that you can find That in this past midterm, they came out because of that one specific thing that they had in common. They didn't want nobody to tell them what to do. And you guys already know, I'm already telling you, right, young folk? They don't want you to tell them what to do, even if it's good for them. So we need to stop some of this bantering back and forth about race issues and gender issues. And if we have the same common call. And we want the same outcome, the same goal. We need to put some of our differences aside and we really need to start investigating some of these people that we put in these seats in our political offices, no matter what party you are behind. Do your investigation work, especially for the people in our black community make sure you investigate don't let these people be shoving these pieces of paper in your hands without doing your investigation don't get in these lines and just vote for somebody just picking one because he's a democrat or a republican and they all on the same sheet of paper and beside their name and say they're a democrat do your homework Do your homework so you can move the needle on some of these issues that every state and every community have problems with. And it starts with your city council, the people you put on your school boards. All of that stuff matters. All of that stuff matters. 
So if you start small, then you can rumble and ruffle some feathers when it gets to the big house. If you start in your community, we need to start coming out to more midterm elections and stop sitting at home waiting for the presidential election and come out in some of these midterms and start getting some of these needles moved on some of these issues. Then you won't have the George Ford Policing Act sitting in the Senate and nobody wants to budge on it because nobody wants to play nine. Nobody wants to say, well, I'll give you a little bit of this if you give me a little bit of that and just go ahead and get the thing passed so that we can have something in place. And then someone else made a valid point that I was listening to. Even when we get it in place, we got to make sure that we hold some of these people in our police departments accountable for the procedures. You can get it passed, but if you don't have the right people in the right seats in these police departments to hold their people accountable for following the rules and the protocols, then getting it passed is a waste of time. It's a waste of time and it's a waste of energy. But we really need to look at some of the issues that we have in our community so we can stop losing some of our brown and black babies. And I say again to my fellow white community, we have already tried and convicted them in our minds. Trust and believe that. Trust and believe that. Their embarrassment to the badge, their families, and this community. So before you go putting all this stuff on your social media platforms and making it about race, just think about it's a human being. It's a human being. Don't think about the race. It was somebody's boy. It was somebody's girl that lost their lives while some people in their wayward thinking would just put all kinds of stuff out there on their social media platforms being malicious and intentional to insult somebody or insult a community. And we need to stop that across the board. We really do. We need to stop that. We need to bring God back into everything we do. We need to bring God back in our school systems. We need to bring God back in our homes and watch how things start to change and God start to manifest over some of these situations that we're bantering back and forth over. That's nothing at the end of the day. And some of us, it takes a lifetime of being hit upside the head before we get the right answer. To something that was just so small and so simple that could have been maintained. Something that you already had the answer for, but you were so stuck in your own way that you could not get out of your own way to see that your actions made a difference. And that's a lot of the people that's in some of these political roles that we as the community vote them in. I hope that the Congressional Black Caucus, when they sit down with Biden, whenever that is, they all can come together with the Democratic Party and the Republican Party and get some of these issues ironed out with this bill. But again, if they get ironed out and everything goes the way it's supposed to go, you still need the people that's down here on the ground the foot soldiers to make sure that the work gets done with that being said guys that is my time i thank you for listening to me i'm pretty sure there's going to be more to come 
with these indictments and rounding up these people that was there that played roles in this whole situation again my heart goes out to Tyree Nichols family my heart goes out to the officers family that does not deserve to be put in the spotlight because of the actions of these fellow police officers and one more thing I wanted to say to you guys is don't forget about Shanquilla Robinson keep her in your prayers that murder still has not been solved either these people are running around North Carolina still living their lives if they're still in North Carolina and nobody has been arrested nobody has been detained or questioned all these false narratives that are being put out here and people with some of these platforms that call their self reporting on issues that they have no business reporting on the narrative about Shaquilla Robinson let me just take that back they can report on what they want to report on because I certainly have a podcast station so I can't say that but I will say this the information that they have about Shaquilla Robinson is wrong and that's from a reliable source that knows the family as well as Shaquilla's sister coming out and telling community herself that nobody has been arrested and stop believing the false narratives that's been put out there. So keep her on your hearts and mind as well as the different mass shootings that's going on in California, Philadelphia, uh, the mass shootings that went on in Jerusalem. Just, just pray. Pray to... God, Yahweh, Jehovah, whoever you pray to, the higher power, that he changed the hearts and the minds of some of these people. Get yourself in a good Bible-based church or get yourself just in your word if you want to do it alone at home in your own time and start to see that nothing new is under the sun. Everything that we're going through across America right now, it has already been written and has already been done and it's somewhere in that word. Trust and believe me. With that being said, thank you guys for your support for my channel. Thank you for allowing me to come into your homes. Thank you for letting me come into your cars if you're on your way to work. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if this becomes too much of a burden for you to listen to the whole thing because I got a little bit more air time, divide me up 20 minutes to work 20 minutes home okay guys thank you thank you so much head on over to podpage.com check out our beautiful new website just key in 12th street talk back a whole library open up for you over there and you can leave comments and voice messages over there as well as on anchor.fm spotify amazon google iHeartRadio. you can download and listen at your listening pleasure and we are on good pods good pods thank you for having us as well you can go over to good pods if you are follower or you can follow me over on good pods and you can download and listen to the library over there as well as many many other podcasts thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in the next time peace and blessings to you